this thing? There we go. We're on. I'm gonna start talking now. I don't even care. Welcome back. Put it in the drive. To professional envelopment. It's been a long time. I tried to record one last week because I switched providers. It didn't really work out. Man, I hope your break was awesome. I took the long one. I don't even care. But got a couple updates. A couple exciting things. That's a windshield wiper. A couple exciting things to talk about here on professional envelopment. Hopefully your profession is enveloping your life as well. First and foremost, I live in New England and it was 60 degrees. More than 60 degrees these last two days. This For the weekend. Saturday, Sunday, 60 degrees. What a tease. You know? Now it's all 20. What is it? 36 outside? This is not, not ideal. They don't... Why do you got to do this to me? Um, it's midterms week for me. Kids come back for a week and a half, and then they immediately take midterms. I don't know who thought of this and thought it was a good idea. Somebody did. Also, my school doesn't go home after midterms. We still have some random classes, so that's fun. Try to figure out what to do with them or to do some review or try to even pace out the other classes because right now, one-fourth of my freshmen have already taken the midterm. Now what do I do? They're running around with it, with it in their heads. So it's tough, but most of my midterm is um, not necessarily content-based. There is some content stuff in there, but it's uh, some skills based around the content that we studied. Since we studied uh, Africa, Islam, and we just started Europe, uh, we did some Aztecs, Inca stuff as well. We did a little bit of study document study this and that on the black plague they're really interested in the black plague and man i read one of the um, accounts that they read it was gross talking about you know bring out your dead kind of stuff it was serious business back then and they even compared the the people that died from the plague uh equal to both world wars put together i'm a history teacher didn't even know that uh so when you talk about evil in the world there's man-made evil but that is just crazy um, so that's what they're doing for midterms we're back and ready to go with that um, some changes I'm gonna make uh, coming up this semester uh, I always like to reboot class norms and routines that's always fun rearrange a seating um, one thing I'm doing is I I'm reading uh, Ted Sizer's book, Horace's Compromise, and Edie Hirsch's book, The Schools We Need Them. I don't know. But uh, it's interesting to me because I'm, uh, I've spent a few years teaching at uh, a charter school that used Sizer's principles. And uh, I also taught some years at a charter school that taught Edie Hirsch's principles. And if you know anything about either one, you know that they are kind of diametrically opposed. Edie Hirsch is all about content knowledge or core knowledge, while Sizer is all about uh, kids taking on learning uh, on their own and being able to find content knowledge in order to solve problems. Uh, and I'm learning a lot from both books and I'm learning a lot from all the schools I've worked at and uh, I'll keep you up to date as I continue to read both these books at the same time. Uh, I'm through like the intro and chapter one, uh, both of them, I've been alternating. And uh, I'll be giving my impressions throughout probably the next month or so as I sit down and read and highlight and all that good stuff. 
uh, I guess you could say I'm just reading it for this podcast. Uh, but what I can say is one thing I noticed, at least this semester, my uh, uh, the students I'm with now, uh, low income, uh, low reading levels, uh, they tend to remember what I say to them rather than what they read. I'll repeat with a little more detail. When I say content to them, they will literally spit it out verbatim in an assessment. But if I tell them to read something, they cannot spit that out verbatim in the assessment. So it's making me think about the way I present content or the way I ask them to access content. Uh, there's so much at play when it comes to different, your classroom, your school, your neighborhood, uh, and, and how you should be delivering content or asking the kids to access content, right? 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. How do you get kids to know that? Some places you can have them read it. Some places you have to tell them to their face. <laughs> Sometimes it's a combination of both. So I'll be keeping everybody up to date with the Sizer versus Hirsch saga. Uh, and uh, I'll probably be falling in the middle somewhere, but uh, maybe even my own practices will reflect some of the successes or failures of both or either. Uh, or neither. <laughs> so I'm excited about studying uh, the medieval times. This is the fourth or fifth time I've ever done it, and uh, I know a lot about it in my head. So um, I'm going to be uh, stra staggering my content delivery, my ask of access. I just made that up uh, for the kids. Uh, I'm going to give a lot of content first and then be asking for some critical thinking. Uh, it's going to take a little bit more work but uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna be leaning on uh, Nearpod a little bit and uh, kind of getting the kids uh, you know, revved up again for some study skills, some note-taking skills, um, some, I'm gonna say it straight up, memorization skills. Um, E.B. Hirsch talks about intellectual capital. I think it's intellectual capital, but just the need for kids to have bullets in their arsenal of knowledge so that they can make critical thinking arguments so that they can know about the place that they've growing up in that is our country or our society or even in the world. Uh, and when you ask kids to access content, sometimes it's just gotta be right from me. Uh, so I'm gonna try a little bit more of that. I have yet to, uh, I may have said this before, but I have yet to actually directly instruct with you know your PowerPoints and you take the notes. I think I've done that once this year. So I'm gonna lean on that a little bit more. Uh, I obviously can say words for a good amount of time, and uh, I hope that's going to work. Another thing that's going to be a great help to me, and it's in the works, and I hope it comes through, is uh, our department has decided to, we had a couple of like elective classes that weren't filling up, so we dropped them, and now we're spreading out between me and another ninth grade teacher, we're spreading out our classes. So I had 24 in one of my classes, that's going to drop down to about 14, 15. And then uh, in another class, I have 27. Uh, and that's going to get split up. I dropped one of the electives. Well, I'm supposed to drop one of the electives, and that's going to split up between 12 and 15. So now instead of four in an elective, I have five straight up ninth grade world studies classes. And the, the biggest one is 18 now. So that's going to be a good uh, shift change for me. And only one prep can't, uh, can't hate on that, right? Um, what else? How long have I been talking?
Eight minutes. Oh, lordy. Uh, what else I got here? Oh, split classes. That's about it. Uh, eight minutes is good. I uh, just want to encourage everybody to get through the January. For those of you in New England, uh, at least I know Massachusetts, New Hampshire, you have a uh, February break coming up in about four weeks, I want to say. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody. Three-day weekend coming up as well. Um, it's nice to be able to finally watch football and not have to worry about the Patriots losing another Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. I'm complaining about losing Super Bowls. That's how spoiled we are. Uh, so uh, have a good week. Uh, hope to see you tomorrow.